Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and I sat down and got disciplined while talking about discipline. Oh, yeah. Today, for episode number 225, we're going to do a scratching the surface episode on how teamwork makes the dream work. We're going to talk about our experiences and how <laughs> I would be dead on the side of the road if I didn't have a teammate partner to do this with. As would I. So before we jump into this episode, I want you to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on join hashtag hyperconsciousnation. Speaking of teamwork, excuse me, makes the dream work. <laughs> I just hammered a muffin and a banana, so if I burp, I apologize in advance. Speaking of teamwork makes the dream work. The Hyperconscious Nation is a like-minded community of people that are focused on their goals and dreams. If you have huge ambitions, you most likely realize that that's not the case for everyone, especially if you're chasing them consistently. You might feel misunderstood. In this group, group. In this group, <laughs> you will not feel misunderstood. Please join us. And if you are a business owner, uh, if you're part of a corporation, a teacher, a student, or anybody looking to bring hyper-consciousness to those around them, Alan and I are traveling for speeches. We just locked one down in Massachusetts. Uh, We're yeah. trying to do at least one a month, but more. More. For sure, because we love speaking and... Um, we love meeting you guys too. That was one of the takeaways from your world within live. Getting able, to, getting able. Wow, <laughs> getting the chance slash being able to meet you guys in person is something that I never even thought of when this thing started. So it's uh, it's just one of the many benefits that I never expected. So why are we doing this episode? That is a good question. So I, I think we were just talking earlier about. Basically, Kevin and I, and you guys hear us say this all the time, so the last thing I want to do is complain, <laughs> but we're doing, we're trying to accomplish more than we've ever done before, and the challenges that come with that really are difficult, and if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So not only do we now have a hyper-conscious team that we work with every single day, but without Kevin, without collaborations with podcast allies and 
friends, family, mentors, peak performance partners. Like there's no possibility that any of this would be possible. And so the thing is, is I think the first thing I want to say is the quality of your team is going to be predicated on how much you appreciate what they do and understand what they do and the contributions that they make. And I think that to sustain any business relationship, any colleague or coworker type of relationship, I think it takes a lot of things that we aren't really taught in formal education. Yeah, I, it's funny, man. Looking back, some people told me, I remember when we were thinking about <laughs> about doing this, people were like, you, you, you're really sure you want to go into business with somebody? And I was like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I've ever doubted it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we've had some tough moments. We've had some mm. heated, not arguments, but, you know, they're, they're debates, they're conversations. Yeah. Right? Like, we, we've had them recently, but I don't know. This, this would be, I'm not going to say this would be impossible alone, but. <laughs> <laughs> it feels, feels like it might be. Yeah. Like, I right. do all of the, most of the editing slash that stuff, and you do, like, the networking and the things that are years down the road. Like I do a lot of the today stuff, you do a lot of the years down the road stuff. Right. And I don't know how to I don't know how I would do both because I don't have those specific that specific background or those specific talents. And I think that's the thing. Like if you're if you're getting ready to start some sort of journey, I I wouldn't necessarily recommend that you find somebody to do it with, but I wouldn't shy away from it. Yeah, it can be more dangerous because you're splitting your company up or whatever. Like, yeah, you have to make decisions based on two people instead of one, but you're also splitting the work up. You're also doubling the amount of the amount of fulfillment. You're also guaranteed that the person that you're working with is going to understand what you're going through. You're also very rarely lonely. If you're traveling, you get to travel with somebody. You know. So here's an analogy. Sure, analogies are life. Um, I've never personally been in the military, obviously, but I hear this all the time. So let's say you were a soldier and you went to war. The bond that is created through companionative love and adversity, I guess adversity overcome together creates companionative love that you can only get through adversity. So for example, if you were at war with someone and they went through everything you went through and you came out on the other side better somehow for a greater end state, um, and again, maybe maybe war is the wrong analogy there, but what you understand is that you're going to have a bond that is stronger than could ever be without that. And I think one of the reasons we did this episode is because not only are you not shouldering the weight of all the challenges alone, which would be really, really challenging. Oh, it yeah. is anyway, but yeah. it's less challenging knowing it's not just you. But then you get to share in the fulfillment and the joy as well. Um, I'll never forget when I watched a movie called Into the Wild. And at the end of it, he's alone in a, in a um, Spo- bus. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so it's a book too. But basically he cashes in. He, he graduates from college. He has $20,000 that he um, had saved up. He gets rid of it, gets rid of all his credit cards, and he does vagabonding. So he just kind of uh, hitchhikes all the way up to Alaska. And he is going on the spiritual journey and writing about it along the way of like what it's like to be exiled from society purposely. Like he chose to do that. <clears throat> At the very end, he ends up getting sick and stuck because he's in Alaska and this river, I guess the, the snow starts to melt and this river that he crossed is now like overflowing and there's no food because some of the animals are like, I guess, migrating for winter or whatever season it is. But the point is this, he accidentally eats these berries 
that are poisonous. And he finds out they're poisonous after the fact. And he slowly dies. And he carves into the wood of the bus, happiness only exists when shared. So when something wonderful happens, you're a listener right now listening, when something wonderful happens in your life, what's the first thing you want to do? You want to go tell someone you love about it. You want to share it with someone who gets it and who also values it. Imagine your dream-chasing journey completely alone. That would be not only unbelievably more challenging, but also unbelievably less fulfilling. It's just, it's, it's interesting because, like, we're going to California. If you're listening to this, we're going to California on Monday, so three days. <laughs> um, right. But it's, like, a, it's a lot. Like for so like behind the scenes of that like we're flying in Monday I'm on I'm on a podcast Monday afternoon so I have to take the call from the hotel room after flying for seven hours or whatever whatever it is so I'm gonna try to get some sleep but you know Monday we're not doing anything then Tuesday we're setting up podcasts so we're gonna be driving a minimum of three hours probably well let's just talk about the lineup so ideally we would be podcasting with potentially Lori and Chris Harder we're working on that right now. David Meltzer, Dr. Nikki, um, Anthony, Anthony, and Brant. And Brant. And what's interesting about this is that that's all awesome. I know, I know. But it also doesn't change the fact that it's going to be unbelievably challenging. It's going to be very challenging. But I think doing it together makes it more worth it. And trying to do it alone. Dude, imagine going to California alone. No, no. No, I don't. I can't. I don't know if I've ever even thought of that. Would I even? I mean, I would, but but imagine that would, it. It wouldn't be nearly as awesome. I don't know if it would be nearly as possible. Right? You travel out there, and you'd have to drive everywhere you went. You know. So we're Monday, um, Tuesday. We're going to try to podcast with Dave Meltzer, and then Nikki, Doctor Nikki Starr. Right. Wednesday, we're going to podcast with Brant. Yeah. And we're trying to set up somebody else. We're going to stay at Brant's house. Yeah, he's gonna. He said he'd make us dinner on the grill outside. That's gonna be awesome. We're gonna wake up at probably three thirty in the morning and drive to three and a half hours to San Diego to San Diego to Brendan Burchard's event. Like, imagine doing that by yourself. It would be miserable. <laughs> yeah, I honestly never even thought of that. At least when you when you're suffering, you get to suffer with somebody. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of times we laugh. Yeah, because, because it's, it's so it's self inflicted. Like we chose this, and you're funny. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, but at least at least there's somebody there to like. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but right. it sucks in a good way. Like Evan says, like, it's the best. It it's, really is the it's best. It's the best, I know. It really is the best. And I don't know if it would be as good if I was just doing this by myself. And I think we have awesome stories to tell. Because we always react differently to things. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know a lot of the things I know about the way I react in certain situations if I didn't have somebody there to either amplify that or magnify that or bring light to that. I just, I don't know. It's It's interesting, like... I would not have made it nearly as far, for sure. Or it would have taken me twice as long. And I think a lot of people are like, they want all of the shine. You know what I mean? Like, they want, they want to be the one who does it. And that's fine, if you want to be the one who does it, but, like, nobody really does it alone. Oh, no. Nope. And it's far more fulfilling, to me at least, if you have somebody on the team who has the same, the same why as you. So let's, let's be transparent here and vulnerable. Like, I... I've been asking you questions for our format for how many episodes? I don't know. Dude, it's I honestly don't care about the shine. I know. Which is weird because obviously I want to help people and I want to be a leader, but I don't know. I don't really care about... It's not about me. 
anymore. Sometimes I, I do. Sometimes I do. Like, you know me. I get Sometimes I get insecure when it's like, Alan's right. taking over the show and I'm, it's supposed to be my show. Like, I started, whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever. Right. Um, but occasionally, occasionally that has gotten to me. But the thing is, it's forced me to level up. Right. And take control. And take control then if you think it's your show. Then, then, do, then do better. Then, like, when we get off a call with Dave Meltzer and it's like, oh, I should have asked that last question. Yeah, you know it's that was a tough moment. It was a very tough moment. I've had so many tough moments. Yeah, there was a lot. I've had so many tough moments where I had to question, like, are you are you letting your ego win? Are you letting your low self esteem win? Is it his fault? Is it really his fault? Like, are you blaming him for no reason? Should you be taking blame more yourself? Like, we are very intertwined in what, each other's lives at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like this is. <laughs> I see you often. Yeah. So let's be. Um, our goal on this show is to pull back the curtain on the truth. What's real? What's really going on? Yeah. So I honestly think I. So I've never personally been a part of a better team. I appreciate it. I genuinely think that. hardest workers, biggest hearts, unbelievable team. We drive to five on almost everything, and we balance each other out, and we appreciate the differences. It's it's everything. But for people out there who maybe haven't found their Kevin or their Alan, um, but want to do something magnificent, like, and they want the partnership to be the whole to be greater than the sum of the parts. Let's talk about how we've gone through the challenges and, and come out on top versus not. So what's a specific example where you and I got in a tiff <laughs> and what did we do about it that someone could learn from? Uh, one that always jumps off the page to me is when we were in Florida and we. Uh, I knew, do you I remember what episode say, it is? Uh, no, two Marines, one Mike, episode number. Do you have your phone? Can you look it up? Yeah, I will the, look it for up the, for the squad. Um, Alan and I. So again, and the the thing is, like, we've only talked about the little tiff, but we didn't talk about the fact that most of it was because I had so much uncertainty going into that episode, or I I had a ton of certainty. None of it happened. We were supposed to work out. We were supposed to do other things. We never ended up doing it. I know. So here I am in my gym clothes. Like, I wouldn't have worn gym clothes to a podcast if I didn't think we were going to work out. You know, so I felt like I wasn't, I felt like Alan took control of the show and I, I kind of took a step back. And after, like, I was definitely, and right after that, we were going to be late for yoga. Like, we were going to yoga with him and I knew we were going to be late. I hate being late. It bothers me. So I was so unresourceful. And I was like, at the end of it, I was like, oh, you know, I don't think that went that well. Like, I didn't, didn't I don't think that was a great rep. I yeah. think you swore a lot. Yeah. And Alan was like, no, I don't think so, man. Like, I think it was a great rep. I think you're just being, I think you're just, you know, maybe you just feel a certain type of way. And then I was like, I'm telling you right now, man, I know for a fact you swore more than you usually do. Like, I bet money on it. Right. We got in the car. We both cried, I think. Mm. And then we drove to yoga. Yeah. And then we were late and I sat in the corner and I didn't even get to the zone. <laughs> to yeah. the zone, but the it, zone it, of it yoga. was just a it was just a difference of, I think you got super your ego probably flared because we were in a room of bros. It did military guys. Yeah, it definitely right. Did. And me, I took a step back because it was too much ego for me in the room. Yeah, and then that made me feel bad, and that made you feel good. Now we are reflecting on it with far more awareness. Yeah. Um. First and foremost, I did. I did. So when I say we drive to five on everything, Kevin tends to get insecure at times, and I tend to let my ego flare up. 
And I think it's our awareness of our own weaknesses and the humility to admit them when we do it that really has helped. Yeah, for sure. Um, that In that case, I wasn't as quick to admit it. It's funny reflecting. And by the way, it's episode number 92. So if you want this for reference, um, the last thing Kevin and I ever want you to think is that we're perfect. We've been failing forward since the get. The get. Yes. Um, episode 92, The Marine Mindset and Not Avoiding Pain with Wade Waddock and Phil Krismanich. I apologize in advance for how much I swore. <laughs> um, and by the way, I did swear a lot. I just... Um, I don't think I handled that very well, especially in hindsight, knowing that we've improved on our ability to sure. to take ownership quickly. For sure. It's and the thing is, like, you didn't know how unresourceful like we know we now know that when I'm certain on something and we when the plans get like shattered, my uh, I don't know. I just like I don't fall apart, but it's far harder for me to like be in a good emotional place. You've been way better now. I, it's I interesting. Because back that. then the level of uncertainty that yeah. you were like you struggle in uncertainty. You always say, "I fly by the seat of my pants." Yeah, and like when things go astray, I usually handle it a little better. Yeah. But you're much better at being structured and and oriented. And again, we drive to five on that. But Kevin has gotten far better. Like that would be nothing now, probably. No, because and I, I wouldn't I, have. Fired I almost expected. Well, you, no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Speaking of, well, and that's that's another thing you've been working on, not interrupting. And I think you've done great. I just, I think the thing is. It would be very... This partnership would fail if we didn't take credit for our shit. I know. And I think that's why a lot of people are like, oh, you got to be careful when you go into a partnership. Like, you don't want to do that. You don't... Are you sure you want to work that closely with somebody? I don't want to work that closely with just anybody. Right. But I think there are certain people I could do it with, people that take extreme, extreme ownership, people that care about how I feel, people that are supportive, people that will be there when I need a shoulder. You know, I think that's I. I genuinely feel like we can be the best team in the world. I do. I genuinely do because I think we have a lot of things that that some people don't. But I do want, like Alan said, we're not perfect. God no, no. God nope. no, we're not perfect. We've had arguments. We've we've had our doubts. We've had our things. Yeah. But I ne- I would never know nearly as much about myself if I didn't have you as a mirror to look in. Same. And I think that's. I think that if you're going into business or if you're going into dream chasing, and and you you might miss out a little bit on that if you do it by yourself. And this, we didn't even talk about this. This is all like... Off the off top. The to- oh yeah, off yeah. the top because we were thinking like, let's talk about the fact that we're super overwhelmed right now and we're like, we're trying to do so much and I don't know if we'd be able to do what we're doing if we were doing it alone. Four episodes, social media posts, coaching. We have a team now, traveling, speeches. So there's no way we could do no. what we're doing alone. Not at this level. No, exactly. Not at this level. It would take longer and or be less. Yeah. Um, I was in my room earlier tonight, uh, earlier today, and I remember I was in an unresourceful state, and I was kind of down because I'm trying to rechange my schedule to wake up early in the morning and to do the gym thing in the morning, and I, I really didn't prep well for some of the episodes today. And I remember being upset by that, and I remember saying to myself, Alan, no matter what happens when you get to the studio, you're overwhelmed, you're in an unresourceful state, do not take this out on Kevin. This is about you, and you're mad at yourself. Anytime you have ever been attacked or are attacking someone else, it's about you. You are upset, or, or it's about them, sorry. So if someone's attacking you, it's because they're upset with themselves on some level. If you are attacking someone else, it's because you are upset with yourself on some level, even if it's just as... Simple as you made the decision to be around this person again, knowing that you shouldn't have been. So 
I think the accountability piece is everything, whether it's a, a relationship, a friendship, a business partnership. I think that might be the biggest thing is knowing your own strengths and weaknesses and then owning them when they inevitably flare up. Because when things, when you're under pressure and you're trying to, when you're in the panic zone because you're trying to do more than you've ever done, you will revert to your training. And your training will have strengths in it, but it will have weaknesses and they will flare up for sure. And it's how quickly you can own that and go, okay, yeah, wow, that is totally my bad. And if you want the... If you want the team to be stronger than each one of you separately, you should be the opposite, I think. Not not like polar opposites, but you have things I don't have, and I have things that you don't have, 100%. and that makes us want to be better human beings. If you and I were both either arrogant or you and I were both didn't have high self-esteem, this wouldn't get very far. Oh, I know. So I think your team has to be... You have to be specific with why you choose what you choose in a person and in a partner. Same as in a relationship. We have one second left. We have made the conscious effort to make sure we keep these things on time because I realized that we had a five-minute clinic that was 17 minutes long. Yep. And I feel like talking about discipline in our last episode, we haven't disciplined ourselves to stay on time. I couldn't agree more. The last thing I want to say real quick is before this episode... Kevin and I had a really deep conversation as business partners going, honestly, do you feel the way I feel in the sense that we've allowed some of the other th- priorities to take over the podcast in terms of the logistics of just that? Like we used to do five minute clinics in five minutes. We used to do yeah. small talks in, in 10 or 15. We used to do, we used to be more on point with the podcast. So we had to have a team meeting that just kind of came up organically of like, yo, our standards are dropping. Do you feel it too? And then we had to be open and vulnerable with ourselves and take responsibility for our part in it. And that's why this just happened. I was going to say, and that's where this episode came from. We hope you will enjoy it. And uh, I think this is an interesting one for you and I. Up next, we are going to have a five. No, I lied. We are going to have Joanna De Pena. Yes. Are we going to have Jenny Alvarez as well? That is tentative okay but definitely joanna so we are planning to do an event with joanna sometime early next year possibly but uh we're gonna have her on the podcast again because she is doing so many things she is now an author she's been traveling around doing speeches and top-notch scholars is thriving right now when i say that joanna de pena is next level that would be an understatement i genuinely believe she'll be the next oprah that's her dream i cannot be more grateful joanna to do this event with you and honestly um, you're a strong leader. Keep doing what you're doing. You guys are all going to learn so much from her. We're going to be doing this in person next week and looking at a venue. Kickstart 2020 off right. This is the first plug for that event. And we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.